it takes more energy to take a day off from teaching than it does to just be present because the like there's no other job when when you're away like you have to leave a whole plan for the whole day when you're mm-hmm. in like a you know many office jobs I'm not saying this for all office jobs so don't come for me um <laughs> no because someone's gonna be like not in my job shut up you know what I'm talking about <laughs> <laughs> What up, peeps? This is Alyssa, and I'm here with my co-host and faux little bro, Andre. And welcome to another episode of Teachers Like Us. Yo, we're hype today. All kinds of happy today. (laughs) All kinds of happy. My little Jamaican soul is on fire today. My half Jamaican soul is on fire today. <laughs> um, so if you don't know what we're talking about, our last episode, we spent a lot of the time, um, well, not a lot of the time, but we spent some time talking about the initiatives that the Peel Board is doing and said that uh, they have this um, looking, what's it, what's it called looking, again? Looking forward, looking back to move forward. Yeah, looking back to move forward. And it's all about um, empowering um, Black youth or future black youth futures in peel so they've been doing a whole bunch of workshops for um elementary school kids middle school kids high school um kids and the last our last podcast we talked about brandon gones and how um his story was like so important and was so relatable and um today uh like i said my little jamaican soul is on fire because we just left um (laughs) a workshop a dance uh workshop from uh fellow in my in the community that i work in named busy or his name is brandon busy and let me thank you so i don't get his last name wrong because i only know him as busy i've been calling him busy since i was like seven years seven eight (laughs) years old um so um he did he led the all of the kids that joined into the meeting he led them into a dance hall workshop but was what was really cool for me it wasn't just like hey come we're going to learn these dances like he was actually breaking down the history behind these dances Mm. giving recognition to the the creators of those different dances that were being used and he was even showing kids like hey this dance that i'm showing you now look how it's changed and it's evolved and now you can even see this dance on tiktok being used today yeah so it's really cool for me and yeah i'm happy thank you i I know these i know they're not for me but i'm in them and i'm like oh right yes i honestly okay again i feel like because our peers organize this and by our peers i mean like you know uh people like other teachers or instructional coaches but people that are like on our level and probably around our age and um black at that so you know these feel really special to me this year i feel like they did a really good job um and you know shout out to Mel uh, to Melanie because she has done such a great job organizing this and putting it all together and doing all of these intros um, for every speaker and it's been fire and so mm-hmm. I'm gonna jump in here and tell you about the things that are pissing me off because <laughs> as usual there's got to be something um, even in the midst of all this amazingness so. I realized um, today because today was the middle school presentation and what they've done is they've organized it in uh, terms of like all of these presentations have like either a high school component or a middle school component or an elementary component or they're mixed together. 
So yesterday they had the elementary presentation and today was the middle school presentation. And so today when I queued it up and like was ready to go uh, for all of my students, I realized my little peeps. So again, my seven-year-old, my five-year-old, my four-year-old are sitting in class doing nonsense, ABCs and one, two, three. <laughs> I'm kidding. Like those are, yes, they're valuable life skills. But like, you know what I mean? In the midst of this awesome presentation happening. So I was like, turn off, get out your classes, exit. We're, no, we're not here for it. I shut down all of their stuff and put on uh, the busy presentation for them. And they danced and we danced, I danced. Like we had a blast. You should have seen them laughing and smiling. They were hype, like, and it made me so happy and then so angry um, mm. because I was like, okay, so this was yesterday and they didn't do this with their classes. And I was like, what are you, what are you doing? Or what are you so busy doing right now that you couldn't take a few minutes out of your scheduled day to make your students uh, go to this presentation? Like they would have had a blast dancing. You guys are always putting on these foo-foo um, <laughs> videos of like, People doing like, like sing songy, if you're happy and you know it, dancing, like what? Like, can we celebrate dance hall? Can we celebrate black joy for a minute? Um, mm -hmm. And so I feel like for anybody who missed out on both presentations, that was a missed opportunity for you. Like, again, there will be a replay. So when the replay comes out, you now owe it to your students to show them that. But like, I was like, what are you doing? Why weren't my kids a part of this? Um, so, I yeah. The, I think what's frustrating for me, like my my kids aren't even here. I think one's upstairs sleeping right now because <laughs> I have babies. They're not in school. Um, but what is frustrating is that as you always hear, like you know, okay, we need to start teaching um, black history, black excellence, black joy in the schools, and people are always like, uh huh. Well, how how am I going to do it? I I know I know black. I know no black things. How do I do? <laughs> right. <laughs> and then the peel board comes up with this immaculate plan, and and let me not even call it immaculate because I haven't seen everything. But they're two for two right now. <laughs> they are two they're for two. two for two for right now. Right. You they come up with this thing, and all they said was click the link, join enjoy that's all that's right? it there's no there's no lesson plans there's no um assignments that the kids have to do later unless you want them to do something and you come up with something afterwards mm -hmm. but all they said is go ahead and click this is a it's a freebie it's and a freebie people it's a freebie still aren't you people aren't taking the freebie i don't understand it yeah i'm i'm not impressed like you could have had again a free period to yourself and like, again, Andre and I could have had a free period to ourselves, but we were in it to win it. So we, of course, stayed through the entire presentation. <laughs> the whole thing. <laughs> and we're living our best lives. <laughs> I was all in the comments and was noticing that my comments were getting through because, you know, they weren't like, I was like, Ray, <laughs> this is so sick. And then people were like, yeah, this is amazing. I was like, oh, I should have toned down my comments. Maybe they would have ended up on the screen. Hey, you know what I did love? I saw a Black Lives Matter uh, comment pop up. Mm -hmm. So I was happy that they let that one through. Um, and so, yeah, I honestly am so thrilled that we are are moving towards this place where we're celebrating Black joy. And like, again, they are we've said they're two for two, but they really are two for two. Like mm -hmm. both Brandons did an amazing job um, in yeah, just kind of highlighting 
the the cool aspects of what it means to be black and um it's something that's really you know we're both really passionate about but we also um so we kind of put this out to our staff i'm gonna like throw this out too can i i'm gonna talk about it yeah go ahead (laughs) go ahead so um we are on our equity team i'm a co-equity lead and so i threw (laughs) out this idea um, that every Friday we do something um, kind of like this. So like full transparency, when I quote unquote thought of this idea, I literally was just using the template that had already existed from the peel board and saying like, hey, why don't we do this um, at a micro level, like at our school level? Mm-hmm. Um, and again, give teachers the break so that way they have a minute to kind of unpack um, some of their own stuff and like relieve some of their own stress. Because the last thing I want is for Black History Month to feel like a burden on anybody. Because once mm-hmm. it feels like a burden, then the lessons come out like, meh, 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 meh. Like, they're just, they're yeah, not. Why are we here? Huh. Yeah, we're angry. How come there's no white history month? Like, it, How come there's no coloring pages? Yeah, it, it comes <laughs> up like that. Um, and so I put out this idea and I said, hey, why don't we have four Fridays of like fun activities? But to be quite honest, even that was a little bit of like a, it, not necessarily a challenge. I don't want to make it seem like our school was like, no, we're not doing that. But it was definitely kind of like, I expected people to be like, yeah, we're in it. Let's do it. But it still mm-hmm. required quite a bit of coaxing um, to figure out kind of how we wanted to represent black joy and what black joy looked like. Um, and that I was like, <laughs> yeah. Um, especially like coming off of the, the high of this presentation, it, it really causes me to um, reflect and think on that conversation that we were having. Cause part of that conversation was, um, Hey, how is there other ways that we can show black joy? That's not like tokenism or in entertainment. So it doesn't just look like black people are only happy when they're tap dancing for people. Mm -hmm. And I fully understood that point, but at the same time, I'm like, Hey, this, like it's, this is a, a part of our culture. This is what is, um, and it's a major part of our culture. It's a major part of e- pretty much every culture. You have um, dance, music, uh, food is usually the big three when you're thinking about culture. So if we're trying to show excellence in Black culture, we have to show the excellence in dance. So, And I think, again, going back to um, Busy, he did such a good job of saying, okay, yes, I'm, we're going through these dance lessons, but here is the history. Yes, you you're 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 double tapping that that person that is um doing a TikTok routine. This is more like ninety nine percent sure. This is where they got that dance from. Yep. So that was that. It's important for those things to be there. That's how you have the students see the the actual fabric of the things that they love and hold so dear. And and I think when you start doing that more, that's where all of this joy comes from because now I get to see like, oh, you're actually excited about this for the same reason i'm excited about it it's not just like yeah this is a fun dance and it's exercise woohoo zumba no it's it's my culture yeah like, it's my culture and you're appreciating my culture and you're learning about it that's what you're i want smiling and having fun and and not in a, a way where you're making fun or like you're laughing at but like there was true joy. Like if you, I wish I could, we could show you like clips of busy dancing because he was so joyful. Like you want to talk about black boy joy. Mm-hmm. He smiled, he laughed, he was 
into every bit of his dance. And I felt that. And I'm not saying that you can't do that with, you know, academia or um, science and STEM. Like you can totally do that. But I just, I think we need to be allowed to celebrate these kind of artsy and fun things. Like why is it now that other people have tokenized them that now we have to give them up as as markers for things that are great for us. Like all of a sudden we can't talk about like black musicians and black dancers Mm -hmm. and, you know, black artists because we're more than that. We know we're more than that. We're aware. Like y'all are the ones that didn't (laughs) know that. Like (laughs) exactly. I want to be able to, you know, show that we are great dancers and that we have rhythm and that it's just innate in our blood memory and our spirit. Like, you know what I mean? I don't know. I just, I get the tokenism, but like, it's not my fault. <laughs> it's not my fault. Y'all be out here tokenizing everything and guaranteed exactly. like STEM gets tokenized too now. Like, cause now it's like we have hidden figures. And so like, mm-hmm. you know, what are you going to do? You're going to strip us of everything because somebody else continues to misappropriate it. Like, yeah, it's, it's a slippery, it's a slippery slope to, to be on to, if, if we're being honest, cause again, if we start doing that, then we take away from the things that we actually enjoy. And yes, we're talking about Black history during Black History Month and because we're Black, but that could happen in any culture. As soon as you start saying like, oh, you know, um, we only attach this thing to you and we don't want to show that thing off. But for me and my culture, I really like that thing and I want to show that thing off. Mm-hmm. So like it's it's a weird game to play and it's a weird back and forth that again, because we're, we've come so like become so, I guess, sensitive in our society that we're, we're always trying to make sure like, you know, we're, we're doing the right thing, saying the right thing at the right time and not offending anybody. Yeah. But in, in times like this, like this is not offensive. You got somebody from my culture to come and talk and teach my culture and he's doing an amazing job at it. Yep enjoy it and actually try and learn something because that's what I want you to do. And I I think that that could happen in any culture, whatever the celebratory time is when we're looking at different cultures, especially in the Peel Board, because we have different months for all of the different, for a lot of the different cultures that are represented in the Peel Board. Mm -hmm. When they, when they roll out their events, go and learn something. Okay, you might be learning how to dance or learning how to cook or something like that. And that could be seen as tokenism. But no, it's actually like this is what's happening in in the homes of your students. Go learn about it. Yeah. And I think the other piece then, um, if we're trying not to kind of play into that tokenism, is understanding that people have more dimensions than the one thing they show you. So, yes, Mm -hmm. Busy is a dancer, but I am sure he is many other things outside of that. Um, Mm -hmm. And so... I think whenever we're highlighting, you know, I guess arts in in particular, because that's the one that seems to rub people the wrong way. Like when I present as a dancer to people, I'm not necessarily saying to them, hey, I'm a dancer, but I'm also a PhD. And maybe that's something or I'm whatever working on my PhD. And maybe that's something that I need to change about the way I kind of express myself. And I think that maybe needs to change in the way that we introduce people like can you be this and something else and understanding that there are so many more dimensions to people than the one thing that they may be good at? Well, I think that's a, that's also like a conversation that's come up now with the, 
with again people being quote unquote woke now and talking about intersectionality and how there's so many things that impact who you are based on the different things that you identify with and that you cannot just identify with one thing at one specific time you are all things at all times so i'm hoping that there's some sort of change that comes from that as we're growing and learning hopefully hopefully but you know again I'd still like this conversation to take it away from my happiness. I was happy. <laughs> <laughs> no, be happy. I, it was fantastic. I was happy. It was great. <laughs> um, but we'll move on from this. And we got some other topics to talk about today. Um, one of them being that uh, school is reopening. Dum, dum, dum. <laughs> <Blech>. <laughs> so we had an announcement that, uh, or if you didn't know again, for our listeners, school has been. Um, our school was in lockdown as of what uh, the like last week of December or something like that, where yeah. um, the school building was closed. So the kids had an extended um, or you could say they had an extended uh, Christmas uh, vacation. And then um, no one has been back to school since. And the, the building is actually opening next week. And um, I, th- I just want to give our our thoughts on it. So let me hear your thoughts first, Alyssa, and then I'll say mine. Oy, I feel like this is super loaded and quite honestly, like I'm, I'm in a bunch of different camps. Um, first I understand for the parents, like I feel for the parents who are just a tired, <laughs> mm-hmm. tired of everything. Um, cause I get it. My kids are at home with me too. I'm trying to teach. It's a mess. Um, truthfully, I'm surprised they let me record this much of the podcast without coming <laughs> and yelling in my ear. Like I'm just waiting for it to happen. You should all be on guard. Um, (laughs) but like, um, I feel I, and I get it in that aspect. Like parents are like, I need, my kids need to go. They need to go because I need to work. They need to go because I'm sick of them. They're sick of me. I feel like they're not learning anything online and Mm -hmm. they need that social component. So from that perspective, I get it. Um, from a safety perspective, I still don't think we're anywhere close to having the measures in place to keep teachers safe, maybe to keep kids safe because they are less uh, likely to um, show symptoms in certain ways. Like their sickness of COVID, I guess, doesn't get as bad or whatever the the narrative is that we're pushing right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but they, they're carriers, right? Like all they do, they're germy. Kids are germy. Like, can we just say <laughs> that? Your kids are nasty. My kids are nasty. Like, like <laughs> just gross, tiny humans that spread and cough and lick things like i just saw a video (laughs) a girl um one of these influencers that i follow or vloggers whatever and she was like working from home be like and she panned and it was her her daughter just licking the glass door outside her (laughs) office (laughs) and i thought that's accurate like it didn't like (laughs) and so you know from that perspective i feel a little um I feel stressed out for the teachers that are going back. Um, even though, you know, a lot of them are like, nah, it's cool. Um, but there are others that are like, this feels very stressful to me because I'm not protected in the way that makes me feel comfortable. And then for those of us who are still teaching online because we've either opted to or because we have to, um, it sucks. But like, I feel like there's no good alternative. So that, what about you? That's exactly the way that I feel like, I feel like it sucks, but there's nothing else you can do. And um, you spoke about like parents feeling like, Hey, kids got to go. But I know there's a lot of kids that 
they need to be in the school building. This whole staring at, at a computer screen for four to six to eight hours a day, whatever, however long it takes them to do their homework and pay attention in class and all that stuff, it's not for them. They need the the different environment so they can be like, okay, this is school time. I'm going to try and pay attention. They need the the area to go run around when it's recess time, even if that means they have to run around with their mask on. Mm-hmm small price to pay to actually get to be outside and see other kids that are my age. Right. So I'm, I'm, I'm on the fence. Like I personally, I don't, I, if I was a teacher and, and, or, well, I am a teacher. (laughs) (laughs) I should say if I was a teacher going back to school, I wouldn't want to, because I wouldn't feel like we're a hundred percent ready for that yet. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I completely, i completely sympathetic with some of these kids that are like okay no no no, i need to be at school or even for teachers that are like hey forget this teaching at home stuff i need to be in the classroom that's where i'm comfortable i need my my whiteboard and my i don't know my projector and all of that stuff i need those things in order to um have success and i think that's as much as i don't like siding with um uh, Mr. Lech, because he just comes on and just talks a whole bunch of nonsense He's like he so knows rude. anything. He is so right? rude. But and talk about that later. <laughs> yeah, like he, even though he does that, and I don't like siding with him, I'm I do see the need for some of these kids to actually, if we want them to be learning, they need the different environment. They need the the change of scenery, the change of space, the routine of waking up and putting on clothes and going to school. Yeah, I, oh, okay. So I feel like it's not, it's not that I don't like siding with Letch because it, it's more than that. I, mm. and I feel like that, that's something that should be addressed because then people are going to be like, see, teachers just don't want to agree with anything he says. That That's not it. That's not it at all. <laughs> the, pro- the problem is that he is problematic and the things that he s- mm. says are super, like they're, they're rude. Bottom line, rude. He's constantly, um, on teachers like we are the like el diablo in (laughs) life and like we're coming to like ruin everything all the time and he's like oh you know um teachers aren't doing anything and teacher absences are up bruv or absenteeism absenteeism i think is what he said is like at an all-time higher that something and i want to be like you know what hush your mouth because until you do this job, don't tell me anything. Like maybe mm-hmm. absenteeism is up because people are constantly having to get tested for COVID, you clown, and thus exactly. having to take a day to go get tested and then wait for results to come in. And then that happens. And then there's teacher fatigue from doing this Zoom life. Like miss me with your like, I hate teachers, but I want to be education minister. Like, bro, yeah. teach the class and zip your That's- that's my problem. Like, you're supposed to be my representative. When you go up there, like, yeah, you're not in my union, but, you know, I work for you. Yeah, right? You're supposed to be like, hey, you know, we're trying. They're doing their best. No, you get up there, you just slander all the time. All the t- Oh, yeah. And he said teachers all were the gathering in staff rooms. I'm like, oh, you mean the staff room that was turned into a nursing station for the nurses that never arrived? Exactly. Please. That I think that's where that's where my annoyance is. So it's not like you know, like like you said, it's not that we don't we're not siding with him and he he's he's a horrible person. It's just like when you come on TV and it actually it actually makes me angry every time. Like um, 
our uh, premier goes up to speak and he's standing in the background because I'm like, what is this fool going to say today? What is he going to say today? <laughs> but like, um, when you, for, for me, if you're an education minister, you should be siding with the people that work for you, not bashing them. We're not going to want to work for you anymore. So if you're like, oh, um, people are, are taking days off, and we're upset about it, then I'm going to be like, well, uh, but you, I'm going to keep taking my days off. <laughs> I'm taking all the days. Every exactly. single day. I'm taking every one of them, especially since you tried to take them away from me. Don't forget that. But I think people have forgotten. Too. Like, unless you've been a teacher, you don't know how difficult it is to take a day off. Like, mm -hmm. oh my goodness. It takes more energy to take a day off from teaching than it does to just be present. Because the like, there's no other job when, when you're away, like you have to leave a whole plan for the whole day when you're mm -hmm. in like a, you know, many office jobs, I'm not saying this for all office jobs. So don't come for me. Um, <laughs> no, cause someone's going to be like, not in my job. Shut up. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> <laughs> when you're in that job, you could just be like, you know what? I'm sick today. Yes. You're going to have to make up that work, but you're not having to literally stay up until midnight crafting an entire plan and make sure that it's mm -hmm. super detailed. Make sure that all your photocopying is done. If you're leaving copies, make sure everything's posted on Brightspace. If you're using that or Google classroom or whatever, like it is so ridiculous. The steps we have to take to be sick. Like if I'm sick, yeah, it's a hot mess. I'm like, oh, dear. Like, and then you have then they're like, well, take the day off if you're sick, because we don't want anyone spreading anything. But then you're upset if we do. I don't know. It's a hot mess. I don't mm -hmm. like it. I'm upset. I was having this conversation with um my wife yesterday because at our school, our, our principals essentially said to us, hey, if you need to you know, take a period, we can set something up, have a planning time teacher cover you. Or he's even said, or admin has said themselves like, hey, we'll come and cover your class for a period if you need that to happen. And in my head, I was like, that sounds like amazing. But again, a lot of work. Mm -hmm. I'm going to have to plan for the time for you to actually teach the lesson when I can just teach the lesson from my own brain. I'd rather just stay in class, right? So it's like, it's a, it's a very... Uh, difficult place to be in and um, continuing with the things that Mr. Lecce said um, I don't know if you heard in the news but he's thinking about canceling March break <laughs> you know what um, this guy's a clown and <laughs> he he lives in a fun house so he canceled snow days already you know so he drives a clown happen. car like <laughs> <laughs> him and everyone else that shares a brain with him are in that same clown car just <laughs> what do you think when you i think it's great okay like yeah that's why i said i don't like when i see him on tv because i'm like what 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 did what came to your brain and you're like yeah let me just say it on national tv <laughs> <laughs> for everyone to hear like why no i want to no. know who his advisors are or if he's his own advisor like trump is he a trump or he's like no no i know everything so i will advise myself like mm -hmm. is that where we're at because the ideas always seem half baked. Like, like they just thought of it and they were like, you know what? That sounds really good. I bet you the parents are going to like that. And they stay trying mm -hmm. to dupe parents. Let me just say like, Oh my goodness. Listening as a parent and as a teacher, I'm like, I can't believe they just said that. That's a whole lie. Like mm -hmm. literally will lie. But because the teachers are the only ones that know what's actually what we're the only ones that can refute it. And then we look like liars exactly. too. Like it's a mess. And I feel like that is something that, it has to be a responsibility of all teachers. As soon as you hear like a lie in the news, fact check it, put it up on, put it up on Instagram. So that way the parents that are in your circles 
they know the truth mm-hmm. or they, they have your perspective immediately. And that's even why we have this podcast. And we come on here and we tell you our teaching perspective. So when we say like, hey, when you're like, oh my gosh, my teacher, um, my kid's teacher sucks, doesn't like them, is always giving them C's, look at their report card, it's nasty. But then you listen to us and we're like, hey, report card we have to we have to. we we don't want to but we have to like you get our perspective it's, it's really important for for that to happen i think too um i guess let's just the last few minutes you want to talk briefly about report cards <laughs> yeah yeah for sure anything for sure um so here's what here are my two cents on report cards right now um cancel them and <laughs> <laughs> if you get them this year burn them Mm. So <laughs> that's where I'm at. For I, like you can't even burn them because they're going to your kid's email and who knows if your kid will even show you them. That's, right. that's the oh, other thing um, with my problem with report cards this year, especially, but in all years is that it's entirely too much pressure on the teacher and on the student and on the parent all at the same time. Let me explain. Teacher you are now, as a teacher, you are um, last second marking things, coming up with last second um, uh, projects just for students that haven't handed anything in all semester so they can get some marks in so you can come up with something. And I literally mean sometimes come up with something out of thin air to say like, yes, you did these things and you you met these expectations. It's a lot of stress on a teacher. That's why we get, you know, that report card writing day, which is why even though it's only one day, but um, we end up writing report cards for like two, three weeks mm-hmm. um, for the for the student. As soon as they hear, yeah, it's report card time. All the students think that they need to perk up into their most perfect selves like oh, we haven't gosh. known them this whole year. The whole life and, self. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you get this um, make-believe version of the student for the two weeks that you're writing your report cards for. Yep. And then, and because your student now has been acting good and that's the new, the freshest thing in your mind. Now, as a parent, when you get, when you get that report card home and it has like, you know, um, S's and C minuses on it, you're like, my kid's been perfect. And in class every day, what, how is this happening? It's like, no, no, no. He's in every class every day for the last two weeks, not... <laughs> the last four months is a big is a big difference exactly right so in my eyes i don't think we should get rid of report cards because it's one of for a lot of parents that um don't and it sounds bad to say this but a lot of parents that don't have the time to actually sit down and be checking in on their on their kids every day as far as school goes it's some sort of benchmark where they can say okay um your teacher said this go and do this they can have that conversation at that point in time i just don't think report cards should be going out so frequently i think there should be like a progress report like hey this is how you're doing so far fix up (laughs) essentially (laughs) and then there should be something that is maybe another progress report was like hey you're still on track but again fix up and come to class and then maybe something final at the end after that that's what it should be like i'm i i would prefer that better I think, okay, so for me personally, I think marks are a joke. Um, I I think, I, truthfully, I think the curriculum's a joke, um, but we knew that <laughs> already. And so I feel like it's just one, one lie after another. So we've got this mm-hmm. really heavy Eurocentric curriculum. And so we are marking students on their ability to memorize uh, this Eurocentric curriculum. And we're not rewarding them for any of the other skills that they have. 
Um, it's very subjective, regardless of the subject that you teach. So super subjective. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like feedback is great. Uh, feedback also takes a long time. So I think that For we sure. need to stop with the like, yeah, with the grade grades, like who cares? Like, let's give mm-hmm. your students feedback so that they can actually improve, but then give us time to give that feedback. Because I feel like honestly, students hand things in and then the next day they're like, what's my mark? And I'm like, I can give you your mark, but like, I'm trying to figure out how to tell you to do better on this because like, Mm -hmm. I don't want to just give you your 70 and then you're like, Oh great. Like I met the expectations. There's nothing I can do to improve. Like I'm trying to provide you with meaningful stuff that will help you in life. Grades mean nothing. They mean nothing now. They mean nothing later. They literally, they mean nothing. There are ways to gatekeep people out of things so like for sure you don't hit certain grades and you can't go to certain levels go to, of education. Go to our school yeah yeah um but i don't think they're actually meaningful because i know a lot of students right now who are achieving really high grades but don't necessarily know very much um they know mm. they can regurgitate what the teacher says they um do a very good job at following instructions but not much else uh there's not very much critical thought happening there There's no way for the student to kind of navigate through life because all they know how to do is listen to what somebody says and like follow those directions. So Mm -hmm. meh, I think grades are a waste. I think report cards are dumb. Yeah. And for anyone who thinks like, you know, grades are important the all I have to say to you, and it's something that I've said to my kids as well. Think about your doctor. Do you know what they got in like year one of anatomy when they went to (laughs) whatever school they went to? Right. No. You just know that when you went into his office, there's a degree with a stamp and somebody signed it. Yep. And now you trust him with your life. Yep. That is it. The 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 actual grade means absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. It's more important, and I something again that I tell my kids, it's more important that you can say to yourself, Hey, Mr. M taught me about heat in the environment, and now I know what conduction means, and I can explain it to somebody else. That is way more important than saying, Yes, I got a 93 on this test way more important i agree all right so we'll stop it there done with our ranting and raving i'm gonna go back to being happy and listen to dancehall music (laughs) (laughs) um but thank you for joining us again on today's episode if you're looking to um keep up with us listen to any other episodes you can find us uh, pretty much wherever podcasts are available you can keep up to date with us on what we're doing on instagram you can follow us at teachers like us or you can follow our personal accounts uh are we shouting those out or are we just gonna say yeah go ahead go ahead uh yeah so you can follow me on instagram twitter tiktok um and (laughs) clubhouse which i don't use at Alyssa g tighter and i am always i am andre.m on everything (laughs) everything everything um (laughs) yeah oh and uh shout out to all the grade sevens in our classes right now who found our podcast and thus found our instagrams or my instagram hi thank you (laughs) hello (laughs) yeah do you work turn on your cameras yeah goodbye (laughs) (laughs) all right peace out